All right, we're back here on Cody and Gold live at Rally House, the Oak Park Rally House location, getting set for the Chiefs and Jags tomorrow afternoon. It is Red Friday. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Getting set for the Chiefs to go get a win tomorrow, continue the path towards the Super Bowl in Arizona. It's Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap with you. Nick Schwartz back at the studio, and we are going commercial-free for the next hour here on 610. That's because here at Rally House we have a couple Royals players that are going to co-host the entire hour with us, Michael Massey, MJ Melendez. What's going on, guys? Thanks for coming out. All right, thank you guys for having us. We're excited yeah. to be here. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. How long? Uh, you guys just got in town? To morning. Yeah. This morning, 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you catch the red eye. How early did they make <laughs> you leave? My flight, my first one, I had to connect in. There's no straight flights from Miami, so uh, I connected, I think, 6 a.m. I hope so. 6 a.m. to Atlanta, and then about an hour later, and straight here. Man, 6 a.m.? I'm guessing Chicago, not as bad. No, I had a quick hour flight, but I will say MJ's room was ready at the hotel before mine. So (laughs) was was all your stuff just in the back of Sam's car, or you just stashed it in MJ's room? No, he wouldn't allow that. (laughs) No, I would have allowed it. He didn't even ask. That's crazy. I wouldn't do that to him. (laughs) I I don't know why one room was ready but not another. That feels like they were giving preferential treatment to MJ. (laughs) And you know what? I didn't take it personal at all. (laughs) (laughs) He's been in the big league slightly longer, so maybe that's the advantage, right? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I think I just got lucky. Lucky draw. (laughs) Now, of course, everybody here in town is fired up for the Chiefs game tomorrow. Now, both of you, you guys, we were talking before. I don't know. We'll start with you, Michael. You've, You've never been to Arrowhead before? Never been to Arrowhead. Now you're a big NFL guy though, so you've you've been to multiple NFL games. I know you're a Chicago guy. Yeah, no, I've been to uh, I've been to Soldier Field uh, and then the stadium in Cincinnati when I was in college. I went with my buddies, so those are the only two I've been to. When you do, you, you know, I know that Arrow's got a reputation. You guys play pro sports in Kansas City. Is this like the first chance you'll ever be like, okay, I want to see playoff atmosphere? For any Kansas City sport, right, MJ? I feel like that's got to be some part of the appeal tomorrow. Oh, 100%. I mean, I know earlier this season I was going to try to come out for the Bills game, but that one was just, like, super hectic. It was going to be really hard last minute. I didn't plan it out the best. So I was like, (laughs) okay, we got this opportunity to come to a playoff game, first playoff game. Uh, this season for for the Chiefs, and I mean, I'm pumped. I couldn't turn that down. What are your expectations? I mean, first time ever being at Arrowhead. What 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 do you kind of expect to the atmosphere or the scene or the game to be like? Loud. I've heard it's, <laughs> I've heard it's extremely loud there. I heard. Uh, I think it's been like the, you know, marked as one of the loudest, if not the loudest, stadium. Uh, in the NFL, so I'm super pumped to hear that. Yeah, 142.2, that's the Guinness World Record. That's something everybody's pretty prideful about it in the KC area. And then I don't know if you guys saw Trevor Lawrence. He made some comments this week I that got some that. Chiefs fans fired up. He basically said that it's probably not going to be much louder than, than Jacksonville. As you guys know, fans love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they ate it up. Yeah, I heard that one of my one of my good buddies is a uh, is a Jags fan, like diehard. He's from Jacksonville. I grew up playing baseball with him since I was like ten years old, and I and he uh, he told me he's like, hey, the Jags are gonna win tomorrow. I said, brother, there's no chance. First of all, second of all, did you hear what your guys' quarterback just said? Like <laughs> he is in for a rude awakening. He's not gonna be able to hear the snap. Sounds like he's gonna be willing to take a bet from you. Like if you guys, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's the guy that you could probably. He he sounds uber confident. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When you uh, like we we talked about this with with Vinny when he was talking about coming in as well. Did you guys go pick out 
like a Chiefs jersey to wear. I know you're a Bears fan. Are you going to wear Bears gear? Wait, what, are we, you going to uh, wear Chiefs something? What are we, six minutes in, we got a Vinny Pasquantino mention? <laughs> <laughs> he actually requires that contractually. We're not allowed to go more than ten minutes on this show without mentioning it. I was going to say, I know he's live on Instagram right now doing his live at-bats, but he definitely sent you guys a text. We'll see, I mean, for all we know, maybe at some point in time, Vinny, I don't know, Vinny might be listening to this after the, the at-bats that he takes. And, and he's maybe, been on all, yeah. the last three days on Instagram. <laughs> you can't sneak anything by that guy. Are, nope. are, are you guys going to wear a Chiefs jersey to the game, or are you going to stick to the Bears? It's tough. I'll let, yeah. I'll let, I'll let Michael answer well, that one first. So I reposted what you guys posted on Instagram. I put it on my story, and the amount of text and DMs I got, like, this is disgraceful. <laughs> disgraceful. You're a traitor. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I haven't quite made the decision yet, but I've been looking around. There looks like some pretty good Chiefs gear in here. So I do I do have a uh, Patrick Mahomes jersey, and I did bring it, so I'll be wearing that uh, over top of my hoodie. We kind of thought maybe you would go Jarek McKinnon. Like, just stick with I, the same number. With the number one, yeah, I thought about that or uh, uh, Pacheco because I, mm. I love the way he runs the ball. So, it's uh, it's impressive to watch. And, uh, but I had to, I had to go Mahomes, man. I had to. Yeah, they're the same. Hair. We kind of we kind of have the same kind of hair, so <laughs> I might have to go with my boy Nick Allegretti, former Illini. Okay. So let me see oh, if same. I can get a seventy-three jersey. I don't. Okay. So first, I think you're going to have to ask him to custom make that here. <laughs> they have one offensive lineman jersey, and it's 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 Creed Humphrey. It's our guy, Creed. The Humphrey. guy who protects Mahomes. You can't even get a jersey. In here. <laughs> but but good but good news. So like they don't order them for every player. But good news, they can make them on site. I happen to know that because the jersey on the back of yours was made today. That Michael Massey jersey was made today, specific just for you. I mean, that's like a backhanded compliment right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I was going to say, me? no they, kidding. They yeah. don't even have my jersey in yeah, there. Yeah, the fact, well, because you, you tweeted earlier, Michael, and you said, we're the Justin Fields jerseys. That's They had to make room for, for both of you guys as well. That's that's what was going yeah. on as well. They got, uh, they'll clear out inventory. Once the Chiefs are done, then the more Royal stuff kicks in, right? I mean, it's, on, it's almost like I'm a 240 hitter with two months in the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> How it's much hard. do you guys watch the Chiefs, though? As we got, we got MJ Melendez, Michael Massey joining us here at Rally House. But how much did you guys have a chance uh, to watch the Chiefs a little bit this year? We can start with you. Uh, a ton because they're always on primetime. So I'm sure you guys get sick of having to watch them on Sunday night. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've watched a ton of games. And they always seem like they're at home. I don't know if anyone else gets that feel, but every time well, I turn on and watch the Chiefs game, they're at home. I mean, two divisional games. Yeah. Every year are pretty much home games. When they go to L.A. and then they go to Vegas, those are home games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now that I think about it, it does seem like there are a lot <laughs> always home at home. Um, I definitely watch some games, too. It's, I mean, it's hard not to want to watch that kind of offense. You know, the, the superstar power that they have, you know, at every position. Super fun to watch. MJ, who'd you grow up cheering for? Like, we know – Michael's made it very clear he's a Bears fan. Tried and true, he's lived and died his entire life. Who'd you grow up cheering for? You were you Miami I, Dolphins fan? Not even honestly. I'll admit I was kind of a little bit of a bandwagon. <laughs> I oh, can't even no. lie. I, I can't even lie. Um, I would say like I remember specifically the most that the team that I'd root for the most would be the Seahawks because I liked Russell Wilson. I liked the way they played the the Legion of Boom that they had going on. So I watched all their games back then. Uh, but I was never really, you know, I never really had one specific team. I can totally see you being a Legion of Boom guy. <laughs> <laughs> so are you a Legion of Boom guy or, or a Russ fan? Because obviously in Kansas City, everybody's had fun with Russell Wilson this year with what's been going on there in Denver. Uh, poor guy, man. The guy who can't catch a break. I feel so bad, man. I, I like Russell Wilson. I like quarterbacks. But, uh, yeah, it, it was not their year to say the very least. I feel like it's just like I'm trying to guess if this is positionally based, MJ. You're like, I like Legion of Boom. It's like defense, catcher, right? you got to like the odd part about sports, right? No, it's, it's 100% it's the chain. It's 100% <laughs> swagger. That's they did have that swagger, man. That defense brought it. I'll tell you what, that was – that had to be in 
intimidating for any offense to go against. Maybe that's why he likes Mahomes, right? Because you're a big shoe guy, aren't you? Oh yeah. Maybe I that's love it. You like the signature shoe. Oh yeah, I love sneakers. I still, I need to get a pair of uh, of Mahomes shoes. I tried getting them when they dropped, and I don't think I was able to get the the colorway that I wanted. Which colorway so. were you trying to get? There was the because they had like there the was, neon green that was initial, and yeah. then they had the Chiefs colored, and then the Black Panther ones, which were pretty cool. I tried to get the Black Panther ones, I didn't get those, and I tried to get the very first ones that came out, and I didn't get those either. I feel like I feel like you would have had the hookup on the on the shoes. I you would think right, but uh, <laughs> how do I how did I like how did I get red ones? I don't I, know, man. Like, now I'm. Yeah, I, I got to talk to somebody now, huh? He's wearing so. them right I'm now. Saying, That's it, actually yeah, kind like, of embarrassing. Yeah, like, wow. did, yeah I, I feel like you should have got some of these. That's crazy. Yeah, I definitely should have. <laughs> because 100%. you came in a little later in the year, I don't think we got to know you, Michael, as much as we got to know. So we did an interview with MJ Melendez. It didn't air for <laughs> no reasons that are important now. We can get into it. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't MJ's it fault. It wasn't this MJ's was fault. fault. It was definitely yeah. our fault. But we didn't get to do some of the same stuff. He's into shoes. What are some of your hobbies? Football. 100%. That's it. Bears football. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't have, I don't have a. Ton you're not of into shoes. You're not into. No, I'm a I'm a Lululemon guy. <laughs> uh, I got my Allbirds on, so I'm pretty simple. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. just care about football and Bears football specifically. Bears football specifically. Keeping Vinny Pasquantino in check on my Twitter. Um, yeah, what's the story behind that? You just made a Twitter account mm-hmm. just to keep an eye on Vinny Pasquantino. Yeah, so I heard he was he was talking crap, but from you guys, he was. Yeah, that Thank was you a little bit. Up. Yeah. Um, so I went on Twitter. And I just started shooting, just right at him about the Jets, uh, about what he's doing in his offseason. And then he sent me a text about a week later. Um, he ignored me for a week, and then he goes, uh, he goes, hey, what's the deal with your Twitter? And I'm like, oh, I'm just here to keep you in check. And he goes, oh, nice. So I could tell he wasn't <laughs> having it. So uh, I kind of ended up getting bored with it. So now I just changed it to my personal Twitter. But that's how it started. Is, uh, just to keep Vinny in check. And I do have a bone to pick with you guys because oh, I heard okay. oh, no. All right. when I came on the show and filled in for him, I heard that you guys already knew why he was a Jets fan. We did. Yeah. So you, we, now, were we, were to, trying to, we weren't trying to make you look bad. We're like, yeah. oh, thank you for telling us. I could have come up with another story. Oh, you could, I, I mean, I, mean, I sent something in early. You still can. Well, look, here's your redemption. Uh, we had asked Vinny before you guys came on. We're like, hey, give us, a, give us something we need to know about MJ. Give us something we need to know. But Mike is like, I, I don't know. And he wouldn't give us anything. You, you. This is your chance. He can't defend himself. No, I have a good one. That's great. Um, I have a good one on Vinny that just happened. So, actually, we've been. I was in Cabo a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'm sitting in the gift store at the resort we're staying. And one of Vinny's favorite items is in there, and they just have ten packs of it. So I send him a picture. I'm like, man, you would love Cabo. No response. I get home. You know, I'm texting him, and, and through the grapevine, I hear that he's coming to Chicago. You know, through uh, a kid named Jimmy Govern, who's in AAA with us, and not even you. No, not even me. So his, <laughs> his, uh, Vinny's fiance Ryan texts Jimmy's girlfriend, "Hey, we're coming to Chicago." I hear it through the grapevine. Actually, my girlfriend Jane hears it from Jimmy's girlfriend, and uh, so again, no text back from Vinny. I I'm in a group chat with with a bunch of guys, and uh, my agent sends me a text about like you know some potential deal, and at the bottom of it, he texts the wrong group chat, and the text is about you know, what the Bears need to do and <laughs> how they need to get back to the glory days of playing defense. So I put that in a group chat, and I'm like, hey, boys, like, I'm with the right agent. Like, no worries. He's texting about the Bears. And uh, and Vinny then DMs me. No no response to that group chat. He DMs me on Instagram, and he goes, hey, why don't you pick up your phone? And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I've been trying to get a hold of you for like two weeks now. And uh, so he gets super mad at me. He goes back, looks at his phone. He accidentally blocked me wow. on his phone. <laughs> So he's mad at me. I'm mad at him. And I told my girlfriend, Jane, I'm like, 
we're not going to hang out with him if he doesn't text me when he's in Chicago. Like, he's just going to come hang out with Jimmy and his girlfriend. And, you know, <laughs> so we're not going to tell <laughs> me he's in Chicago. So, so I'm not going to go out of my way then to, to go hang out with you. And it's, of course, because he blocked me on his phone and he didn't know it. So. So he's un- everybody's unblocked. Everybody's everybody's good now. We're good. Okay, yeah, we're good. So we're just we just find out that Vinny's just really not tech savvy. At all. I was just gonna <laughs> say I was like show of hands like who has accidentally blocked somebody on their phone ever before. I don't think- he's known you his entire life. How does he <laughs> yeah. not realize you guys haven't talked in a few days? I don't. I don't think accidentally block somebody. I've blocked people, but not on accident. No. <laughs> no. MJ, who's a, we know that they've known each other forever. Who's your? Who are you the closest with on the team at the moment? Probably. Oh, man, a couple guys. And I know some guys are going to get mad if I say somebody else, but I would say probably Kyle Isbell. Me and him, obviously, we played together my first full season in Lexington, 2018. Um, and we've been really good friends ever since. And I think, you know, this past year, uh, hanging out with him a lot, obviously, Bobby um, playing together last year, uh, last two years, Nick Prado as well. And then uh, a couple pitchers. I've always hung out with pitchers as well since I'm a catcher. So I'd say Amir Garrett, Dylan Coleman, Jose Quas. So I got a lot of close friends on the team. I know that Amir was talking about his basketball game a lot. Is this oh, a game yeah. actually going to happen, or is he just going to talk about how he's good at basketball? I think he's just going to talk about it. I think he's all talk, to be honest with you. I, I tell him <laughs> that all the time. I mean, he's just all talk. Um, he claims he's good. I've seen videos of the whole dunk contest stuff. But, I mean, listen. There's no defenders in a dunk contest, so how hard could it possibly be? He's that tall. You would know this. Did he play with Russell Westbrook, or was he rated above him in high school? Because he always talks about that. I yeah, I've heard that. I don't think he played with. I think I think he was just rated above. Like same class. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd be bragging about that as well. Yeah, I'd yeah probably. I make sure everybody yeah. knew about. Is that. Is he a good athlete? Like when you guys are actually, all in the clubhouse together. You know what's crazy? I actually had somebody DM me uh, like two days ago. I posted a story. Somebody asked who's the funniest guy on the team, and I and I put uh, Amir. And they go, oh, like, he was so nasty at basketball. Like, I used to watch, like, his film and stuff. And I was like, okay, I cannot – well, now I'm saying it. But I was like, I'm <laughs> definitely not going to tell him that because that's just going to boost his ego even more than it, it already is. So, I'm like, I cannot tell him that. Somebody actually complimented him. We got uh, Michael Massey, MJ Melendez joining us here on Cody and Gold. We're broadcasting live from Rally House in Overland Park, getting set for the Chiefs and Jags game, getting noted these guys as well a little bit. Uh, you mentioned the, the Instagram and Ask Me Anything. What's the, what's the weirdest question maybe somebody asked you? I don't, I don't know if you ended up answering it oh, or not. Oh, man, yeah. No, I didn't answer all of them. I had a lot. Uh, man, a weird question somebody asked me. People were asking me, like, what's, like, the weirdest thing I've ever eaten? And I'm a super picky eater, so I Oh, you didn't are? Even, Oh, extremely. He, he wants he wants some See, backing in this. Just eat. I, this is good. This is else. good. They give me a hard time all the time for Define being a Well, you're not you're not pickier than I am. I, I bet you. What? Are you That's sure? impo- in, uh, impossible. Okay. So okay. give, give an example. Top, yeah, give on. an example. I don't like any condiments. I don't like ketchup. I don't like barbecue sauce. So only condiment I like is is barbecue sauce and ketchup. But like mayo, yeah. sour cream, mustard, all that stuff. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. like any of it. Yeah. None of the things that you just mentioned. I will say this though. He destroys the cotton candy milk in the clubhouse. I do destroy the cotton oh, what, candy. The cotton milk. candy yeah. milk? Like yeah. From Shadow? Or from like, Shadow, yeah. Huh. That's good. We yeah. need a sponsorship from Shadow. <laughs> Their milk is incredible. Cookies and cream, cotton candy, strawberry, <laughs> the chocolate. They're all good. I didn't realize also, you guys had a cooler full of the different flavors of Shadow. We oh, have yeah. to get a poll on that because MJ and I both drink milk after the game. Mm-hmm. And we grew up drinking milk, and people think it's the weirdest thing ever to drink milk with your dinner, or like as with dinner. Yeah, I think as a kid I did it. I will admit that I think as I got older, milk after dinner didn't feel like it held the same. I don't know. It didn't hold the same. It's normal. I feel like it's so normal. Most meals. Yeah, I mean, I mean, more after the clubhouse. yeah, Yeah, more after the game than before. I mean. 
I've done it before the game, but it doesn't always have the best outcome. <laughs> or after the game, it's, it's kind of a stomach ache waiting to happen if you do it before a game. In the heat in oh, Kansas yeah. City. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't see how that could be possible. Cotton candy milk <laughs> no. before a 97 degree game. No, that that's that's sound. just begging for bad news. Because like we we yesterday we had a conversation <laughs> of your top five chips, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know, regular, and then like kettle, and then." Yeah. And there's like, what are you <laughs> doing? There are it's, so it's, many flavors that's of chips. Literally, my yeah. answer. It's like ruffles. It? You're like, that's <laughs> also a plain chip. Original Pringles, regular <laughs> Lay's. Original barbe- Pringles yeah. is the best yeah. one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you have access to such great food as a member of a professional sports team, I don't know. you? Want to? Is it an unwillingness to try, or have you tried it and you don't like it? He won't even try. I, like I'm trying to talk him into sushi. He won't try it. Yeah, I'm out. I've never I'm tried sushi either. Well, that was the, I was talking <laughs> about this with my girlfriend the other day. What was the one item when you were in like elementary school? When you opened your lunchbox, where you're like, it's going to be a good lunch. Mine was a, a cosmic brownie. Oh, and those are the five. Little, the little Swiss yeah. cake rolls, I yeah. think, is my answer. The little, Swiss, the little Debbie Swiss cake rolls. I mean, I was a big fan of just like any time you'd get the Lunchable. <laughs> like if you got that and it came with that single Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, I mean, that felt like a good day. Yeah. Like yeah. a fruit, you know, like a Capri Sun, a single, fr- you know, Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. I was good there. That felt like a pretty good score for you got a your carbs, box. carbs, protein. I mean, you're hitting your macros with that yeah. thing for sure. I, honestly, enough. Like that's maybe like the easiest. Like anytime you're like, I need a quick dinner that I don't have to prepare anything. Like no, just slice up some meat, cheese, crackers. That's fine. That yeah. will work under any circumstance. No, I, I think I'm with Mass on that one. That cosmic brownie, man. Those <laughs> things were so yeah. good. Those were so good. Best brownies ever. I feel key. like now I want to force you and Alex to eat some. Di- Are you a picky eater? No. No, I'm just I'm not a huge seafood eater, but anything other than seafood, I'll, I'll give it a pretty good. You give it a try? Yeah. I feel like it's like in Miami too. It's like, do you eat? No, there's so many good restaurants. I, I can't even lie. Like I'll go to, a, I mean, I went to Carbone like a week or two ago, and they have like the craziest like Italian food. It's so good, but there was a bunch of different things, and I was like, first of all, I don't even know how to read any of this. So it was like Italian, literally, <laughs> and then second of all, I was like, all this stuff has something that I don't like. So I'm like, I'm just going to kind of try some stuff. I ended up trying, uh, there was like a lobster with uh, some lobster wrapped in broccoli, and it was like a tortellini. And I tried that, and I kind of forced it down. It wasn't the best, but I tried it. I Normally I wouldn't, but that place is pretty well known, so hey, I had to try it. You said forced it down. It's like one of the nicest restaurants in the I entire know, city. I know, I <laughs> know. It sounds so bad. You know what helps you read menus? Going to college. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Italy or at least Italian or whatever. Right? You're gonna, so you're going to be in the World Baseball Classic for Puerto Rico, right? Is that yes. right, MJ? And then obviously v- Vinny is going to play for Team Italy as well. What's what's the excitement level around the World Baseball Classic with some of the guys? I know Brady's obviously going to be pitching for Team USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think we're super pumped. I mean, I'm super excited. Uh, I get the the luxury of being in Miami, so so being at home and kind of having that home crowd behind me, I feel like is going to be pretty neat. Uh, and just being able to, you know, play for Puerto Rico and represent, that's where, you know, both my parents were born and raised. And, uh, you know, I think watching the last World Baseball Classic made me realize, like, how much and, like, how much pride people have, you know, in representing where they're from and and uh, and their bloodline. So, man, I couldn't be more excited. If it's if it's not Puerto Rico that wins, who's going to win it? That Dominican Republic team looked tough. That DR team, and we're, they're in our pool. We have DR and Venezuela, and I'm like, bro, wow. you guys just, like, Screwed us. You guys put the, some of the best teams. Obviously, we don't have USA. USA is going to – I think they're going to absolutely crush their pool. Like, I don't think it's going to be that close in their pool, but I think they should have sent, like, Venezuela their way or, <laughs> the or DR their way. The who's death. who's yeah. in the USA pool? Uh, you guys probably know, know more than we do I saw, on that uh, one. Cuba, Cuba's in there. I know for sure. Cuba. 
Uh, man, that's actually a good question. I don't even know. I just remember I was like, dude, they're going to crush everybody. Like, Cuba's going to be, I think, the toughest game they have. But they might have Mexico, too. Hey. Actually, that would be good. They have some good guys. Hey, guys, we actually have a, a listener who called in and has a question for Michael and MJ. We have Chris from Overland Park, who's now joining us on Coding Gold. Chris, can you hear us, man? Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Chris from Overland Park. Uh, I was just wondering how it feels knowing that neither of you will ever be the best-looking player on the Royals. Knowing that Oh, my God. Wow. You guys really let Vinny call in? <laughs> well, no, MJ, uh, this is Chris. How do you feel about that, knowing you'll never be as good-looking as him? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Chris. Thanks, you guys' Chris. thoughts on that. Sounded a lot like Vinny Pasquantino. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little huh? weird. Yeah. Chris from Overland Park. More sounds like Vinny from Nashville, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wanna be Vinny from Nashville. That's yeah. crazy. No, I, well, I thought he was supposed to be doing live at bats, so those must not be going too well. <laughs> yeah, he, he must he be out of bats. He must have broken all his bats. What's that? You're still there? We still, he's on? He wants to know why you're not going to be the most handsome player. That's a very rude question, Chris from Overland Park. I think I think we're we're probably the two better looking guys on the team. I don't know if you ask me. I think you know that we had a guy last year. He was kind of tall, lefty, lefty. Played first base in <laughs> DH, and we were getting a lot of heckles. I remember hearing like behind the dugout, yeah, saying, really like, bad facial hair. Yeah, like was, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was like very patchy. Yeah, like, didn't really know how to go his facial hair. Pale skin, like he's never seen the sun. Yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah. yeah, I remember hearing mm. that. Yeah. I, I mean, he's kind of got an interesting running form. Like, he hunches his back when he yeah. runs. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries, like, whenever he walks, I think he tries to do, like, a little pimp walk, a little, yeah. little shuffle. Like, yeah. you know, tries to have some swag. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, okay. Well, next thing, next order of business is Cuba is playing in Taiwan. So you got that wrong, MJ. They're playing in Taiwan <laughs> against uh, Team Italy is coming after you in Miami, just to let you know. You guys, you guys have to make it past some pretty stiff competition over there first. So we'll, we'll yeah, see. We'll right. see. Well, I mean, hey, thanks, guys. This has been Chris from Overland Park. I appreciate you guys taking the, <laughs> taking the time to talk to me. There you go. There you go. Chris and Chris and Overland Park. How many times do you think Vinny calls in as Chris from Overland Park to the Jets post game show? All the time. Yeah. He calls into WFAN or whatever up in New York, probably. <laughs> or do you, just, do you think he just? Do you think he just wears it as Vinny? Because I saw he went to some of the games. He's on like the Jets Twitter or Instagram. He got to run their Twitter yeah, handle, so, I yeah. think, on the sideline. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. I mean, that's yeah. incredible marketing. Right when are now. you going to be able to run the Bears Twitter account next I don't year? Know. When you guys will have Justin Fields? You got the top pick. Are they keeping Justin Fields? I guess that's the question. Absolutely, for sure. Like, is that even a question? I, I feel like I would. You ask me, I would entertain taking Bryce Young and trading Justin Fields? I would. I've seen that. I've actually seen the rumors but, like, of that, too. Do you not think – I feel like Bryce Young is Justin Fields. No Just way. not established. Sure, but you I've think watched Justin better? Fields fail. I, I haven't watched Bryce Young fail. That's, that's the problem. True. I think – I mean, Justin Fields, what he can do with his legs is crazy, but, like, dude, you're in the NFL. you got to throw the ball. Exactly. What's, the, what's the perception on him outside? Is that he can't throw? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. The, like, he's a – Obviously, can make crazy plays. He, he's got a spot in the NFL, right? He's he's obviously a legit NFL talent, but can he throw the ball consistently? I think that's what people are worried about with Justin Fields. That's a fair question. My, I think as a Bears fan, the thing that I've always looked at with them and quarterbacks, like, and I know I'll bring it up, Trubisky over Mahomes. I get it. <laughs> yeah. But the Bears have this weird thing of they'll draft a quarterback high, and then they spend all their money and all their draft picks on the defensive side of the football, and it's like. You draft this guy who you want to build around, but then you give him no offensive line. You give him no weapons on the outside. Uh, they change play callers every other year. So it's just like you're setting the guy up for uh, – he doesn't have anything around him. That's kind of how I feel Fields is at times. Like, 
Well, his best free agent wide receiver was Byron Pringle. Right. Like six million bucks. And, yeah. and Darnell Mooney's a great player. And even like, the, like everyone in Chicago thought Allen Robinson was number one. He's a stud receiver. But then he goes to L.A. and he's like barely a number three there. And that was the Bears' number one by a long shot. And so you you see who like Trubisky had to throw to and you see who Fields gets to throw to. And it's like you watch the, the Packers and Rodgers throws a screen pass to Devontae Adams. He's one for one with 60 yards and a touchdown because he breaks it. Or Joe Burrow, or who has Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase and, you know, and Tyler uh, Boyd. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he's in that class, but it is nice. You know, you'd watch games as a Bears fan with Trubisky where he'd drive down the field, hit two guys in the end zone. They'd drop both of them, kick a field goal, and Trubisky's one for four with 15 yards uh, when he could have been, you know, three for three with 55 yards and a touchdown. And it just changes your whole day. It's like getting a hit in your first to bat. Like, mm-hmm. if a guy makes a dive and catch and you're 0 for 1, compared to if you're 1 for 1 with a triple, it's kind of sets your day up and so I feel like the Bears just need to build around fields and I think the passing will come I hope were you a Matt Nagy defender because I always felt like the fact he made two postseasons with Mitch Trubisky was a compliment yeah I, you know what I'm not one of those guys he kind of left on bad terms I think with Chicago fans um, but again like you said I mean they won the NFC North in, in 2018 and went 12 and 4 and and were a double doink away from going to an NFC championship uh. game so don't even start don't even <laughs> bring it up <laughs> I, I hesitated before I brought it up Double doing it's all right. You know what? And people blame Parkey for that game. Yeah. And the reality is the defense, everyone always talks about how good the Chicago defense is. Well, the I think the Eagles were on the four-yard line with about a minute and ten seconds left, and they drove down the field in 30 seconds and scored a touchdown to take the lead. So everyone wants to say it was Parkey's fault, but it's like the defense kind of was a sieve. We're talking to Michael Massey, MJ Melendez, live here on Cody and Gold. Commercial free for this entire 1 o'clock hour broadcasting from Rally House in Oak Park. You guys obviously both locked into the league a little bit, too. Were you in the fantasy football league with everybody else in the Royals clubhouse, or were you guys in separate ones? We we heard a rumor at one point, was it from Vinny, I think. We keep bringing up Vinny Pasquatino, you know, I apologize. Well, Chris, 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 the the, the entry fee was a little steep. Yeah, Yeah, I think there was two. I really wanted to do it, but... I feel like I would have been a donation because I've never done fantasy football. And as much as I pay attention to football, like wait, hold on, I've, you had, you've never done? Fantasy? I've never done fantasy football. No, really. I I promise, I promise you guys, like a hundred percent, I'm doing it this year. Like I don't care what the buy-in is. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna force myself to do it because I watch football and I know about it. I know what players are getting all that stuff, but I feel like I don't know, you know, the point system. And so without knowing that, when it comes to the draft, I'm like, listen, I can draft a good player. And he may not score a lot of fantasy points, so that's that's the difference right there. Who ended up winning it? Do we know? Uh, I don't. The only thing I remember about my fantasy season is that I drafted Jonathan Taylor. If that tells you anything, how it went, and then my also did that second yeah. round pick was uh, Javante Williams. So, yeah. So you, yeah, you, yeah, you did not win a, a lot of games. Did not, win a, <laughs> did not win a lot of games. For it was a, it was a yeah, it was a donation this year. I, I want to run through a couple different quarterbacks and where you guys think maybe they end up. We did this on the show earlier in the week. Let, let's start with Tom Brady. A, do you think he's playing next year? And B, where is he playing? We'll start with you, MJ. I think he's a hundred percent playing. Um, I don't think he's going to go back to Tampa. I could be wrong, but I think he's going to. Oh man, to pinpoint exactly where he's going to go, I don't know. But I think he's going to play again, like 100%. I, you can't uh, – come on. Tom Brady, like, he can't go out how he did. Not not that last game. Sorry. And 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 sorry, not against that kind of competition. Like, he's got to win that game. I think he comes back, and I think he goes to Vegas. Okay, so that's you think he ends up with the pick. Raiders. That's a popular pick. That'd I be think a hell of a division. That's the other Herbert, than staying Mahomes in, and Brady. Yeah, other than staying in Tampa, that's the odds on favorite of where he's going to land is, yeah. is Las Vegas. Well, I just don't know. Why, why Vegas? Other than McDaniels, I guess? 
I think McDaniels, there's a relationship there. And then I also just think he's not going to go somewhere where they don't have weapons for him. And so in Vegas with Waller, with Renfro, Devontae Adams, I think that that's a pretty appealing spot for him to land. I just wonder if you do want to go to the line would be my only question there. Because Brady does need that in order to succeed. I mean, we saw what happened this year. Like, that all his offensive line was hurt, you know? Or, yeah, and then he struggled. Know? Exactly. Worfs went down and he wasn't as good, right? I mean, like, yeah, I get it. I mean, at 45, 46, you probably, you're not moving around as much. Right. You want to just stand back there and be comfortable. Yeah, he already is not a mobile quarterback as is, so. That's exactly right. I just don't know why you would go to the AFC West to find Brady. Like, if your goal is to have a chance to win another Super Bowl, good that's luck a, winning that division. Tough, yeah. Like, you got Herbert still, even though, obviously, they just lost to the Jags, but you still got Herbert in that division That seemed, and Mahomes. Seems pretty tough to do that. What about Lamar? We were talking about him a little bit earlier. I heard – is it true that he's his own agent? His yes. mom, right? His mom, I think, is the agent. You guys are so pro professional players. That seems like it'd be no, a challenge. Yeah, that's like – <laughs> I feel like you're putting yourself at such a disadvantage. I can't imagine, like, having to negotiate my own contract. Like, no, have somebody else – I'll pay somebody else to do that for me. <laughs> and, like, I mean, obviously you're going to have your own bias, and even your agent's going to have your own bias. But, like, dude, that's so hard, you know, negotiate. And then on top of that, having to perform at the highest level, like – I don't know what's going to happen with him, man. That's a toss-up. Um, Chris from Overland Park <laughs> would like this a lot. I, I, I have a feeling he might go to the Jets. Ooh. Okay, so I think that Ooh. the Jets should Derek trade Carr. for a quarterback. Derek Carr to the Jets. They should, they should go so? for yeah. Carr or they should go for Lamar. Like, the Jets are too good to try to, like, ah, we're picking, like, 10th. Let's try to get a quarterback again and do it again. No, you've got an all-pro defender out of your first-round pick last year. Mm-hmm. I think they need a quarterback. Like, they need one now, someone who can just play at that level. They do. Well, I agree. And it's also, like, how many times are you just going to pick a quarterback and miss? That's almost where I'm at with the Bears and, like, the Browns with going out and getting Deshaun Watson. It's like, how many times are you going to have that number one overall pick and, and pick a quarterback, and then he burns out three years in the league? It's like, at some point, just build up around him, and then when you're ready, go get your guy. You have to have somebody that's, you know, been in the league at this point and where they're at right now, like, they're at a point where they can win, you know, and, and to go in, you're, you're really gambling on any college quarterback that you take in the draft because you don't know, like, it's like what you said, like, you don't know what they've done in the draft, like Bryce Young. I mean, yeah, like, he hasn't done anything bad, but, like, he hasn't done anything good either, you know, so I feel like you have to have somebody who has some years in the league and is kind of established and at least has a decent track record. We do predictions on this show as well, so we're going to ask you who we think is going to win these games this weekend because, you know, we want to find out, I, I would just is a precursor, I would suggest picking the Chiefs at least in this one. Are you kidding me? You're not going to ask me where Mitch Trubisky's going to end up? Oh, okay. Oh. Where do you think? Is it backup? <laughs> I have, I'm kidding. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. Yeah, the backup somewhere. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I there's. I mean, he's, his starting days are completely over. I'd be fine with say. him being a backup here yeah. in Kansas City. Wouldn't that be something? I don't oh, know how Nagy? much. I don't know. What What's was his relationship with Nagy? Was it bad? No, no, not because of that. Just because of the whole Trubisky, Mahomes. And it's probably yeah. less here because you guys won that. But yeah. in Chicago, I mean, it's all it's yeah. Well, if about. you're Trubisky, why would you want to? Yeah. Why would you even yeah. want to bring that back? Same in fairness, Kansas City had that for 25 years. They took Todd Blackledge in the same draft that John Elway, Dan Marino, and Kelly win. So it's like That's the tough. Chiefs fans had that for 30 years. Where they're like, we could have chosen any other quarterback in that draft and probably been okay. But Todd Blackledge was, you know, the Heisman Trophy guy, so you go there. Our NFL predictions are presented by T-Mobile. We're hanging out here at Rally House in Oak Park. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp with you. It is Cody and Gold, and we've got MJ Melendez, Michael Massey hanging out with us, commercial-free for this entire hour. So let's go to the NFC and start. Giants and Eagles. How do you guys see that game playing out here? Divisional I like, matchup. I like the Eagles, man. I like the Eagles. Uh, I mean, Giants had a really good game last game, but, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I like the Eagles. I mean, 
I feel like it's only right too. You know what they did this whole season. Um, extremely impressive, and, and I think the Eagles got this one. Yeah, Eagles at home, no doubt. That was That's, That's yeah. I think we're across the board here. I also think Philly's winning. I, it's yeah. not that the Giants. They're just it's Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is going to be in an NFC title game. They have a He's chance. He's had a good year, but still. If they can keep it close and you can give the ball to Saquon and he has a good game. That's the way I that's, put it. Like that's the Marshawn Lynch, like 170 yards, 180 yards, and yeah. Saquon just has a good day, then sure. Yeah, limit the possessions and just run the ball. I think that's what they're going to have to do. But it's funny, like, people are giving the Giants a ton of credit for being the Vikings last week, a Vikings team that everybody said was fraudulent all year. So it's just yeah. weird, like, that now all of a sudden we're supposed to buy into that win a little bit more. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement on the Eagles. The other NFC game, I can't wait for this one. Cowboys, 49ers, we just saw what Dallas Ooh. did to uh, to the Bucks on Monday Night Football. MJ, we'll start with you. I mean, there's, there's, there's no way the 49ers don't win this game. There's no way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, okay, yes, Dallas. You know, they played great. You know, they've been playing good. But like, dude, the 49ers. I feel like are the hottest team in the NFL right now. And like, they have so many weapons, man. They have so many. And, and Brock Purdy is like, dude. I, I mean, I, I, out of nowhere, like, dude just came in and is just absolutely balling. Uh, I think you know his confidence is at another level right now. And I feel like you know they're gonna keep that going. They're gonna roll. Most underrated quarterback in the league, Dak Prescott. Cowboys win. Okay, yeah. you think he's underrated? I well, think he's underrated. I think just just not like Brock Purdy, and he's done an unbelievable job. But I just I feel like it's coming to like at some point, he, the rookie is going to show. I, it's going to show on him at some point. And as you go deeper, you got a guy. With, I mean, that Dallas team is really really good, and you got a guy with with Dak who's hungry, who's been there before and lost. Um, you know, in, in playoff situations, and I just, I think he's kind of ready to like. He's here. So I'm not mentally prepared for a Brock Purdy, Daniel Jones NFC title game. I know I'm not like that. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, no, I that doesn't even yeah. sound right. I'm with you on Purdy, though. Obviously, it's a great story, and he's jumped in. And the scheme, of course, it shows how great of a scheme it is that he can jump in. But I, I'm waiting for like the clock to strike midnight on Brock Purdy, and I think this defense sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes yeah. you're Tom Brady, yeah. and you just keep winning. But the other, it's like it's just not that easy. You know, like <laughs> it's just not that easy to step in and be the seventh round pick, Mister Irrelevant. Step in and just start throwing four touchdown passes no, every game. Like the odds to me would tell me if I'm a betting man at some point. It's like he, you're Brady, you're Kurt Warner, or you're everyone else, and eventually yeah, people yeah, catch up. But right. maybe he's that. I don't know. He, he, he never. I mean, you never. He's playing with the chip on his shoulder, and like I said, I mean, he has so many weapons right now, man. So it's it's gonna be an, it's gonna be a really really good game. So like I can't imagine a better one. fit. Christian McCaffrey. There is no better fit for a roster than Christian McCaffrey showing up for the 49ers in the middle of the year. Oh, yeah. I think that's why I like. 49ers I think. Too. I mean, yeah. Without without them, I think it's a it's it's an easy you know Forty ers loss. But you know they I got like one Dallas of the best players in the NFL. Yeah. I'm like, so we're split. So you're, you guys are both on the Niners. I'm yeah. I'm, Andrew, we get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I like Dallas. I want the one, Cowboys yeah. to win because my girlfriend likes watching the Forty ers way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Have you not converted her fully to Chicago Bears fan, or is she just like watching because of Jimmy G? Jimmy G. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. Well, he's not even playing. Kyle Jusek. So, so. <laughs> well, there are a lot of handsome Forty ers There's no doubt about it. Yeah, there is. They might be the all-handsome team yeah. that we're talking about it. <laughs> so maybe be. that's why I want Brock Purdy to go down. <laughs> Fair enough. Could be wrong. Yeah. All right, let's go over to the AFC, though, as we continue going through some of these NFL divisional round games. How about uh, the Bengals and Bills? That's on Sunday. First. Uh, this is a game that I, I thought this one should have been on a neutral side as well, as a matter of fact. But it's in Buffalo. What's your guys' thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a toss-up. I think I think Buffalo. I, just, I love Josh Allen and, and, of course, everything that's happened with them this year and, and their story. So I – I think if it comes to a, to a tight game, I think they're just going to have that extra edge that, that the Bengals aren't going to be able to get. So I'm going to go Buffalo. Buffalo all the way, yeah. 100%. Josh Allen, is, he's too good. And, and I feel like those are the games that he lives for. And uh, I think he's going to come up clutch. I mean, Joe Burrow as well. I mean, he comes up clutch in, in those big games as well. But 
I think Josh Allen's just got the edge. And, and like Matt said, like, you know the storyline of what's happened the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, th- I think a lot of people are rooting for them as well. I do think that they're everyone's like the the oh, country's yeah. choice. It's right. not even close who the country's yeah who the nation's rooting for in that scenario. I chose the Bills from the beginning of the season. I chose the Bills when we knew the playoff teams, but I actually think Cincinnati is better. I don't know. Um, they're like they've been able to overcome what they're missing more for whatever reason. They have way more talent, and I just don't feel like they're playing as good. So, I, I don't know. I kind of think it's Cincinnati after all of this. Yeah, like, I think the Chiefs would rather play Buffalo, even same. in the neutral side, because Cincinnati is there. And I, th- this is interesting for you guys. Every player I've talked to would be like, no, I'd rather have the team that's beaten us. I want to prove that we can beat them. And I'm like, avoid them. Just beat anybody who's easier. That feels like the better path. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Like you said, I mean, the Bengals have been, I feel like, like a kryptonite. So I feel like you kind of, you know, you want to play the Bills. But, I mean, I think either way you're getting a really tough opponent. So it's either way it's going to be a tough opponent. Yeah. yeah. Cincinnati, everybody's, I think everybody's looking past, in a way, Cincinnati this weekend. Like Cincinnati's a five-and-a-half-point underdog, and I think it's because of the offensive line issues that uh, that Cincinnati has but I I think you mentioned the Niners you think are playing maybe better than anybody I think if it's not the Niners it's Cincinnati I think they're playing right there as good as anybody in football so the last game of course the most important one uh, we'll talk a lot about this one the Chiefs and Jags you guys are going to Arrowhead for the first time which is awesome quite the uh, quite the game you're maybe a little snow too at the game oh yeah a little uh, first time there, snow, cold weather. I mean, that's football for you. You must hate cold weather, right? <laughs> yeah, you I live in Miami. I don't, you play baseball in the summer in Kansas. Yeah, State. I don't. I don't love it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'll be able to be layered up, and I won't have to be. You know, I feel. I mean, actually, if you're running around, it's it's better. But I'll be able to be layered up and kind of cozy. That's the first thing he said to me when he walks in the hotel. He's like, "Man, you got to deal with this weather all off season." I'm like, "Dude, we could take batting <laughs> practice outside today." Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you kidding me? It's like 40 degrees. Well, look, this is like I, summer in Chicago. I think I saw a video of, uh, from MJ. You were hitting home runs into the ocean. So I mean, yeah. like, he's in Chicago and you're you're hitting <laughs> home runs. How what was that? Well, by the real quick, what was up with that? You were hitting home runs in a home run derby into the yeah, ocean. Yeah, that uh, the little the the don't blame home run derby in, in the Bahamas. It's they've Ooh. had it for. I'll say five or six years now, and it is just an incredible experience. And you know, you get to hit baseballs into the ocean, so it doesn't really get much better than that. No kidding. All right, how, how do you how different do you... levels of weather tolerance between the two of you? Yeah, I'm watching the Blackhawks in a freezing rink down at the UC. <laughs> so you're not gonna have a problem anymore. You're just being like in a t-shirt and jeans and be ready to yeah, go. Yeah. Oh no, I walked out of the house with like one coat on and a long sleeve. My mom's <laughs> like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "No." I'm going to a warmer. It's practically <laughs> tropical. The lows 27 will be fine. <laughs> How do you see the game going, though? I mean, th- these two teams obviously played each other back in week 10, and the Chiefs won by 10 in that game. Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, it's, it's just so hard to go. Not only is it hard to go against the Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is like one of the greatest quarterbacks I think I've ever seen in my life. I don't know about you, but yeah. um, that's just, again, when it comes to playoff time, it's like having an ace on the mound. Like, it's just so tough to beat when you got a guy that can go out there and control the game and yeah, I, I don't. I really don't see any scenario that Jacksonville, even if even if the, the Chiefs don't play well, I still don't see how Jacksonville yeah. overcomes it personally. Yeah, I mean, this is what I got. Honestly, is it, it's so tough to beat the Chiefs at home. Uh, this kind of setting, you know, you have the best quarterback in the league. You have that kind of offense. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop that. Obviously, it's going to be really cold. You know, Chiefs are going to be more used to that than the Jags are. And literally the only thing the Jags have going for them, I have said this, the only thing is there's a stat that Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. I know we've all we've all seen yeah. it. He's never lost on a Saturday since high school. Like, But, I mean, listen, there's a first for everything, and I think tomorrow's his first. I was going to say, like, does, does it matter that he hasn't lost since high school? I, I say, who cares? I don't think it means I mean, first, he only thing. played, like, 
you know, like college, sure, he was on the best team ever. He played like yeah. three games on Saturday in yeah. high school. Yeah, exactly. He's played two in the NFL. But no, it's it's uh, it's going to be his first loss on a Saturday for sure. But the Bears will be involved in this game, like MJ said. It's bear weather. Technically, I don't know if you guys know about bear weather, <laughs> or not, but bear weather. <laughs> apparently, in Chicago, when it gets like under thirty-five degrees and a little bit of snow, everyone says, "Oh, the Bears are going to win." It's bear weather. Mm. Other teams are used to playing with the wind off the lake, even though half our guys are from the SEC. But it doesn't matter because they play for the Bears now, and they just inject them with something when they get drafted by the Bears that. They all of a sudden better Half the league is from the SEC. In cold no weather, yeah. yeah, seriously. Well, we have a couple of jerseys on the back of these. We wanted to give people a chance to win them. We thought you guys would autograph for them since they were nice enough to give us both an MJ Melendez and Michael Massey one. Here's what I was considering. Are you guys comfortable answering trivia questions? If we have some come up here, we'll have them. I know the answers for some of these, but are you willing to do trivia about yourselves in order to win the jersey? That I, was fair? Just, I was just about to say that's probably the best. I was literally going to say something like that. I was going to we should do like a – some sort of question where they have to kind of guess what our answer would be. But that's that's perfect. I like the idea that, like, if you can just correctly guess it, if a few of you want to stand in line, if you want a chance to win a Michael Massey or MJ Melendez signed jersey, come over here real quick. I'll hold the microphone, and we'll ask you a couple of questions. And if you can correctly, or at least if MJ or Michael Massey will claim <laughs> that you have correctly answered this question, then we'll give you a chance to do it. We can do it Don't one for shy. each. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. you got to at least have a chance to do it. Exactly. Come on, you got first crack at it. We'll give you one for MJ Melendez. I'll make this one hard since there's kids behind you and we want to give them a better chance to win. <laughs> this one is just a fact. It's not even an opinion-based one. He gave him a hard time earlier. He said, you know, if you go to college, you might know how to spell better. MJ committed or to, committed to college. Where did he commit to play college baseball that's before a, he ended up one. going to the majors? <laughs> Ooh, um, it's a trick question a little bit. That's a tough did he one. not go to college then? But you just gotta guess where he where he uh, where he committed to go to college. His dad coached there. If that helps you, that's a dead giveaway. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, like like that that old oh, Now I know the answer to that. I'm giving kids a better chance. Yeah, you're stumped. That's a tough one. He's stumped. All right, he's stumped. All right, you want to give him the answer? Yeah, give me the answer. FIU, Florida International University, down in Miami. Right. So you you. You committed to playing for your dad, right? I did. And then obviously got drafted out of, yeah. out, of, out of high school. That's the story behind that, right? Oh, yeah, that's the story. Well, there's a, they like sent out the transcripts, and he saw, his, he, he saw what classes <laughs> he was going to take. He saw calculus. You're the college there. man. Yeah. yeah. Of the two, it's a little bit different, right? Do you guys actually, is there like a rivalry in clubhouses about guys who went to college and guys who didn't? No, it's just a funny thing. No, it's, it's, like the, it's like the subtle jabs, like times like this where you can just take full advantage of it and like, what am I going to say? I can't even say that he's right. Like He's right. He's like, I, you're right. I didn't go to college. I'm sorry. You were really good at baseball. It's not, that's what you say back. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry that I signed out of high school and they wanted me to play pro ball soon. And he's, like, and he's like, listen, we're both now on the same team playing the, you know, we're both in the major leagues now, so. <laughs> right. is good. MJ, I'll tell you if you're right. For a chance to get this, he'll autograph the one on the back of the jersey. You know he's a picky eater. He's already established it. What do you think one of MJ Melendez's favorite foods are? So be careful here. Mm. I don't know that one. Just guess any food. If, if it's somewhere in the top five, he's going to give you a chance. Steak. Yeah. Oh, steak. For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Steak. There we go. Okay. Who doesn't love steak? We'll know? give him the jersey right off the bat. <laughs> who we'll doesn't, this who doesn't love steak? <laughs> Look, is that he also said you're picky eater. That's an easy one. Just meat, right? That's right. Carnivore. Is that really an answer for you? Steak? What oh, else yeah, would have yeah. been on the list? Pizza? Steak. I feel like i got to keep it easy. Pe- honestly, pizza like has never been on the list this offseason. I feel like I've eaten a lot of pizza. Um, truly, really shows. You can see. It. <laughs> um, I would say probably chicken alfredo, steak with potatoes.
or pancakes. I love breakfast. He what? had him. He had him on the way over. I had in pancakes the in the car. You in the, the car. In the car. With syrup and everything. Sam, in syrup your car. Everything. Letting people eat pancakes wow. in your. That's a, that's decidedly <laughs> not a car food. Pancakes. Well, is I mean, the if you're not driving, I guess food. you can make it work. You obviously made it work. Here no mess. I'll let you start here with the questions for Michael Massey, so we can get our next contestant. What's your name here? Jacob. No problem, buddy. Jacob is ready. He's going to ask you a question. Anything about Michael Massey, and if it's close enough, Massey, then you get to take that jersey off the back of your shirt, or off the back of your chair. Not, don't take your shirt off. And then, and then <laughs> sure, please, please I mean, don't. Really want to. <laughs> All right, go. What's your question? Yeah, so it's pretty pretty simple here. He, he mentioned where where do you where do you think he's from? Chicago. Oh, look at this! Look oh, at the kids one. See, we'll make this easy. Right away. We're going to make this trivia. This is a, the easiest trivia game we've ever played well, on this show. Yeah, that's the idea. We're not trying to make it too complicated here. We just want people to have a chance to get a freshly printed. I want to remind people that they, they made it up just for you. Michael Matthews. So I guess if you wore the Chiefs jersey, it'd be Kadarius Tony. There you go, Jacob. You got it, buddy. Oh, yeah, that would be true, number 19. That Did you consider the well. number 19 jersey? I will have to get you something else autographed. This you're, girl, you're I feel terrible. By the way, <laughs> we only had the two jerseys. I'm really that sorry. But we'll let you play the next time, okay? Jersey, the Chiefs. Oh, would I ever cons- oh, it would be Kadarius um, Tony is what he was saying. Is that the number you wore, or is that just the number they assigned you in the bigs? That was the number they assigned me in the bigs. It was better than my spring training number where I was a defensive end, number 70. 97, <laughs> coming off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always I gave Hunter Dozier a hard time about it once because I know that when they make your when they make your major league debut, they do they frame up the jersey, mm-hmm. they make it look beautiful. They, like the Royals do like a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. And he wore like 73. Because he was just like called up and like they're just like here's a number. Yep. Good luck. And he was just like 73. I'm like that's a weird framed jersey. 73. Yeah, that doesn't even fit. One. Was yours one right away? Mine was one. Yeah. I. Uh, See, that's just that's so. Yeah. Cool. During it's usually they take your spring training number. So when I got assigned to the 40 man roster, I was like, man, what numbers are there that I could you know that I could get that I that I feel like I would like. So growing up, my number was always seven. Bobby had seven, so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do seven. <laughs> Uh, I wore, I wore, yeah, for real, right? I wore number two in high school my senior year, and last year in, or in 2021 in double and triple A. But Michael Taylor had that, and I don't think he was getting rid of that one. So I was like, all right, well, <laughs> number one, that's that's what's open. So I did it, and I actually really love it now. So I'll probably stick with it. Single forever. digit number guy, right? Oh is that yeah, what it always is? single digit. Well, he keeps eating pizza. I mean, that one. Just <laughs> <gonna be laughs> You're gonna have to add a second digit on there. No, it's like it's like okay, this is gonna sound so bad. It's not, Healthy pizza, but like, actually, no, I'm not even. Gonna say now that. we now you, Wait, now is it like cauliflower crust? What's the argument here? I mean, no, it's really it's gonna sound dumb because I get like the grilled chicken on the pizza, and like I don't eat it super often, but just more than sure. normal. See, I was thinking about the future when I had my number. I'm like, I'm 24 <laughs> right now. I'm deaf. I'm not going down and wait. It's just gonna keep going out. So. <laughs> Two numbers there, I think, is going to help me for a while. We've got a couple minutes left here. Uh, MJ Melendez, Michael Massey hanging out with us at Rally House. Of course, we talked a ton of football, but, but we know before we know it, you guys are going to be heading out to, to Arizona for spring training. So just how has the, the offseason gone for both of you guys? We'll start with uh, Michael. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been awesome. Took uh, Probably took a month off right after the season and just put you know put the bat and the ball down and kind of reset. and uh, Just been working out, getting after my body and, and, and trying to make some adjustments with my swing that I – Felt like I uh, I needed at the end of last year that uh, you know being in the big leagues kind of exposed me in some areas and so uh, just working with uh, you know Zumi or Zumi and uh, and Keone and and uh, trying to get on track to to head out to Arizona. Seems like everyone loves those guys though, right? I mean, from oh, like yeah. a working with hitting perspective, I mean, I'm I'm interested. I'm your like from an outsider's perspective, I'm like everyone must love those guys. Yeah, I mean, they're I was talking to Zumi on the phone yesterday, probably for like half hour. Like it wasn't even supposed to be a long conversation. It was just literally supposed to be like. 
let's set up when you come into town. Like, we're going to go to the field after this and, and get some swings. But it's like you end up – we have such a good relationship with those guys, and, and they're really – they're pulling for us. And uh, it's so easy, you know, to – for them, you know, they just want our best interest, and, and it's not even just because of baseball. It's like on and off the field. So it makes it easy to have that great relationship with them. Yeah, What's the offseason? Oh, no, oh, yeah, I was just gonna, I mean, can, you can't say enough about those guys, man. They just they care about us so much on and off the field, like MJ said, and um, it truly it's like a brotherhood with with us and them. And so, um, you know, obviously we were were you eighteen draft, seventeen seventeen yeah. draft. So I was nineteen. So those guys came in, and I mean, Zoomy's been here for a while, but Keone and, and Sailor and Nick Jackson and all those guys. So we've come up through the system with them, so it's kind of cool to, to all be at the same spot. I like that you guys are in town for, like, one day, and Zoomy's like, oh, you guys want to come in and get some cage time, right? Like, <laughs> well, come he, in and he, hit a little bit, or wants, is this your idea? No, he wants us to hit both days, and, and me and MJ, <laughs> yeah. about tomorrow, we're like, like yeah, we'll make Tomorrow's it Friday, not the best. Saturday. Yeah, let's go, let's go yeah. Friday, and we'll focus on the game <laughs> uh, on Saturday. <laughs> He's trying to get as much time as he can before you guys head down. Right. <laughs> Did you guys head back on Sunday then? Yeah, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Okay, yeah. so you guys got a little bit of time. It's just like, what's the – like, from a – like, even more time. Like, Massey just had, like, a couple of months. So it's like, okay, this is what big league pitchers did to me. I got two months of time. You've had a little more time under your belt. What are the things that you know going into spring training? You're like, this has got to be the thing I'm doing. This has got to be the thing I'm focused on if I'm going to be the big league player I want to be. Of course. No, I, I think, you know, for, for one on the defensive side, um, getting my outfield reps in the offseason, uh, really trying to – uh, perfect my craft on the outfield. Last year being my first year ever playing in the outfield and, and doing it. Even in like way. high school, do you play in yeah, the outfield? No, then? never, never. Oh man, weird. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was that was pretty that was pretty crazy uh, how that ended up turning out. But yeah, this offseason I've just been able to do that, trying to uh, you know perfect my craft and catching as well, and and uh, and maintain that while also getting better in the outfield and, and of course with my swing, kind of knowing what the pitchers are trying to do to me now, um, and you know just. Keeping the things I do well, working on those, and then also working on some things that I feel like I, I liked and could get better at. Was it left? I mean, I just feel like if you've never played outfield and you're playing, you're like, okay, and, I, and it's the big leagues. I feel like that has to be one of the weirdest adjustments for a baseball player to just spend a lifetime doing one thing and then be like, try to play left now. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was kind of tough. Um, I definitely give credit to outfielders because it's harder than it looks, to be honest with you. Like you spend all this time thinking that's easy. Why oh, you- all the time. I'm like, oh, that's so easy. Like you guys are talking crap. Like it's so easy. Which okay, it's still way easier than catching. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but. But it's it's not and it's and it's easier than the infield, but it's still tough because I had never done it and like there's specific plays where outfielders make it look way easier. Like even Robin Home Run, like some of them they don't look that cool on on TV. Which I mean, Robin Home Run is cool, but some of them look like not as just hard. Be easy. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, that's so hard. Like even the basic robbed home runs. I mean, I tip my cap now because catching the balls up against the fence is tough enough. I remember your. Uh, I think you, you told the story at, at one point. Maybe during the season when it happened, you thought your your first home run was coming off of your oh, yeah. what would have been what your second at bat, I think. And it was yeah. thinking, I guess it wouldn't really rob it. I mean, it was just at the warning track, though. Was that- yeah, that that was a that was a good welcome to Kauffman Stadium right there. <laughs> to be honest with you, that was that was a tough one. That one broke my heart a little bit. I thought I, I thought I got that one, but yeah, no, those those plays up against the up against the track are tough. Um, and especially in Kaufman, that's a big outfield. You guys have played baseball a lot of places, high school, college in your case, um, the minors, whatever. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is Kaufman the hardest place to ever hit a home run for you guys? Is it the toughest place you've ever had to try to hit a home run? It's okay. I don't think it's a secret to the organization. No, I'll say this, though. Because I didn't go the other way very much last year, hitting a home run to right field in Boston at Fenway, oh, okay. that's got to be up there. Yeah, that's that's got to be tough. I mean – 
Uh, I'm for sure going to say Kaufman Stadium. 100%. No doubt. That's the toughest Yeah, one well, me. he hit the monster about eight times just flicking <laughs> the other way. Meanwhile, I'm trying to flick it the other way, and it goes right into the shift again. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Well, that'll be gone this year. Are you looking forward to that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't know if players look forward to it or not, you know? I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I feel like we both kind of got a lot of balls that we hit super hard, and it's just like literally right into the shift. I mean, you're hitting it into right field where it should be a hit and, and you know, the outfield. I, I honestly wouldn't mind if they shifted, but they stayed in the the dirt and not the grass. I feel like once you're in the outfield, that's, you know. Well, I heard that some people are going to, like, they think that people will go five infielders. Two outfielders, five feet in the dirt. You're fine with that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> well, not as sure. Give me a month of experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Out. Yeah. Lastly, before we let you guys go again, MJ Melinda's Michael Massey with us here on 610 Sports Radio. What are you guys looking forward to tomorrow? Obviously, going out to Arrowhead, your first experience. What are you you hoping, uh, I guess, other than a win, hoping to see out there at Arrowhead, what you've heard? Yeah. You go go ahead. You go first. Thank you. Go first. All right. Fine. So polite. (laughs) Um, Like I said, I mean, the loud environment and just, you know, a lot of offense and. we did get some field passes, so there I'm excited. Go. I'm there excited go. to to go out there pregame and hopefully uh, see Patrick Mahomes. I kind of want to meet him. I know it's going to be kind of busy for him, so I'm not going to bother him. But that would be pretty cool to meet him. It's funny, even like professional people. No, I'd like to meet Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, the dude's the best. He's larger than life, right? I think he's the best player in the NFL. So yeah. And again, like you said, you've got the hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have exactly. you been to any NFL playoff game? Playoff game? Oh man. I went to one. I can't remember. No, it wasn't a playoff game. No, not a playoff game in the NFL. What are you looking forward to, Michael? I think just seeing the fans. You know, I mean, you walk through the uh, the halls of Kaufman and the, the clubhouse, and you see the picture, the famous picture of Salvi's got his hands up on yeah. the wild card game, and you just see like a, a packed house, and everyone's going crazy. And so, um, you know, we see that picture in the clubhouse. We see it in Arizona. If you're a Royals player, you see it everywhere from the time you get drafted. And so, um, just to see that, you know, obviously being in Kansas City, same fans, like just to see that in action is is going to be really cool. The so hopefully, uh, you know, potentially we could we could be a part of that someday right across the street. So. I was going to say, did some of you young, young guys talk about that a little bit, obviously yeah. knowing that it's a great sports town and, and, and what it can be for you yeah. guys. Yeah. No, I, I think we have, you know, the best fans. We have such loyal fans. Um, and, and we're really, really excited, you know, for our future and to bring another championship back home. Uh, it's important, and, you know, it's been done before, and I think we can do it again. Michael, MJ, appreciate you guys coming out to Rally House. A ton of fun today. That's MJ Melendez, Michael Massey with us here. This has been Cody and Gold live from Rally House. We'll get the Chiefs win tomorrow. We'll be back at it on Monday right here on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, uh, you know, commercial free means commercial free, boys. So you're, uh, you're oh, on the wait, clock Are you trying to cancel o'clock. the show early, oh, we, have, we have two more minutes? Dude, nobody you, told me. Okay. Oh, you, I wow, think you were well aware. He said commercial free for an hour work. actually That's meant easy. right till 2 o'clock. Commercial this is a free means commercial free. Okay. In the show. Well. So what are you guys up to? <laughs> 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 hey. <laughs> Do you guys have big plans tonight? Are you guys uh, going to yeah. go see something in Kansas City, get dinner together since you guys happen to be in town? Well, we're going to go hit. Yeah. Well, you have to do that. How long is that going to take? Is it four hours worth of work? We're trying to win a World Series here, all right? Okay, yeah. all right, all right. my bad, my bad. <laughs> no judgment. Um, yeah, i got to figure out the left side of the field so that could take a little bit. But um, <laughs> other, No, yeah, I think we're going to hit. Yeah, we're going to hit, probably out. just chill. I mean, the, I mean I'm mean, i going to kind of enjoy this nice – For it's, it's it's still nice weather for me. I do enjoy it. It's kind of cool. Um, and get away from the heat, so I, I don't mind, you know, spending a little bit of time outside. No, I have my girlfriend here. We're going to Prime Social tonight. 7:45. 
There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. so all the fans of you guys here, make sure you bother him for pictures, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just trying to enjoy dinner with his girlfriend. <laughs> no, no. Everybody go up to him if you see him. Ask him for pictures. Ask him for autographs. Bring him a bunch of baseballs and baseball cards. Please. I got to be I honest. He's I, been in the big leagues just enough amount of time that I bet he'd love it. I, You know what? I can, walk, I can wear my uniform and walk through the Power and Light District, and I don't think people would know. <laughs> that's, that. that's, that's, <laughs> <a lot. laughs> that's, that's definitely not true. <laughs> like, it's, you know, maybe – why, why? There's just no way. You've been in the big leagues long enough that people recognize you still a little bit, don't they? Yeah, you don't, don't think know. you get recognized in KC yet? <laughs> no, maybe maybe, after maybe this. like a uh, you know a, a true fan, like someone that's really into it, maybe. But a true fan, yeah. yeah. Versus everybody who recognizes it. Versus like you can't go anywhere with Bobby, right? Is that the idea? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you can't. I mean, you no. can, yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Bobby, Bobby or Salvi. Yeah, Salvi then. Yeah. Win a World Series in this town and then yeah. try to leave. Yeah, no, no, no. I uh, yeah, I don't think Salvi would ever really just go out. You know, without at least having, like, a big group of guys with him that, you know, can kind of help. I heard he was a regular at Empanada Madness for a while. I don't know that he didn't. <laughs> I'm where, dead serious. That's where? When it comes? Empanada Madness or whatever I've actually called. never heard of that. I'm te- it's down, it's down off the boulevard. He did. He regularly visited oh, okay. that place for a while. Mm. At least that was the – I'm not making it up. I, I trust you. You trying I, to end the show, and now we're bringing up empanadas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's going Will on? you eat what's, empanadas? You guys have been on edge. The final <laughs> word. <laughs> you know what? The, show, the show's been on edge. They oh. tried to start fights with me earlier All in the, the week. All the time. All so the time. So I have to defend <laughs> myself. Yeah. Yeah. Playoff anxiety. Just That's what it is. That's Stress, Chiefs stressful. anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I think people will, be, uh, people will be feeling good on Monday, though, yeah, after the Chiefs win. Now we're actually about to end the show. Now it's actually happening. That is actually the music happening there. Thank you guys again, seriously, for coming out. We had a ton of fun today. Thank you to Nick back at the studio for running the show. CDOT. In the drive, going to take up for take up uh, the rest of the afternoon. Get you set for Chiefs football tomorrow afternoon on 106.5 The Wolf. Right here, it's been Cody and Gold from Rally House in Oak Park.